We are back. We are back. And Alan, it's quite good to be back. But that's okay. Hey, summer vacation for a reason, you know? Yeah. You know, hopefully during the school year, we'll be out. But sometimes this summer, you know, gotta take a step back. And that's okay. We're back now. I would argue it's more than okay. It's great. It's great. Do you have a, do you have any reason or just, you know? Um, I think you got to refresh, you know? And I hear we that. talked yeah. about this before, mm-hmm. that sometimes you got to take one step back to go too, too forward. And that's our goal here. I think it's the opposite of the song, though. The song goes like one step forward, two steps back, you know? I like that. Like, are you referring, referring to the cha-cha slide? No, I'm referring, I think it's just by Daughtry. I thought you were referring to, like, two backstep, y'all. No, Wait, like one hop this time. Two, two steps back now, y'all. Yeah, but then you, like, hop forward. So I don't, I don't know what that means. There's something deep there. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think that's my specialty. Yeah, but we're back now. Yeah, and... um. Speaking of uh, taking steps Ooh. in a weird way. Ooh, interesting. How, how do you feel about Gary Sanchez's um, steps down the first baseline? Um, they were slower than normal, but he was hurt. And, you know, he, he apologized for it. He's on the DL now. He's out for about a month. And I was upset at Daniel. the time. But, like, you know, if he was hurt, I'd rather he not have a serious injury from running from uh, like running too fast but at the same time if you're hurt you shouldn't be playing so it was frustrating you know because it it did cost us the game in a way you know right who knows what would have happened but you know well you want to explain a little bit maybe wouldn't have made it even if he was running full speed just because they basically just turned a double play and he doesn't really run right plays anyways so even going full speed he may not have made it but still, it was a little frustrating. As a Yankees fan, it was frustrating. It's just frustrating to lose these games to the Rays. The Rays aren't a bad team. They do that kind of weird thing where they start a game with like a closer, basically, with an, called an opener. And I think that it really throws teams off. Um, How often do they do that? They've been doing it the whole season, basically. They don't do it every game. Basically, yeah, you don't know about this? No, they I've heard like, about it. They throw it, like but... seven pitchers a game on average or something like that. I, don't, I made that stat up, but today they had like seven pitchers. That is crazy. And Daniel, am I able to explain to um, our listeners that don't know what happened with the Gary Sanchez situation? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. I think he's playing the Rays. And if I recall correctly, it was a 6-5 game. Um, I think it was 7-6. It was a 7-6. I'm looking at a good call. It was a 7-6 game, bases loaded, two outs. And Gary Sanchez, nine, nine. top nine, top nine. Gary Sanchez hit a ground ball to the shortstop, and they tried to like toss it to the second baseman to get the force out at second. But what happened is the guy beat it out, and he was safe. But right, the guy covering second threw it to first, and Sanchez was kind of walking down the line, and he was out. And the game ended. And yeah. personally, um, I think it was Aaron Hicks. I think it was Aaron Hicks right in a second. Uh-huh. And um, I'm someone that has getting down the line 
quickly um, in my baseball career. So I understand where Gary Sanchez is coming from, but the problem is not we we know he's not fast. That's the, that that wasn't the problem. The problem was that he he basically stopped running at one point and then he kind of started back up again. Right, and what I'm what I was about to say is I at least flailed my arms in crazy ways. So it acted right. like I was going fast, right? right? You got my hands yeah, above my you, head. Take it till you make it. Right, exactly. Do you ever so, toss the helmet off, like flip the helmet off your head to make it look like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, or, or what you do, Daniel, is you um, fall to the ground after and grab your ankle, you know? Right, right. The, the Yankees are a classy organization. That might be why he did not do that. But if he was that classy, he would have ran. Yeah, I mean, he he is he was in he is injured. He's he's on the DL. He's out for a month now. You don't go out for a month for no reason. But you know, <laughs> it was still frustrating. See, and, and the more frustrating thing was the first inning, where the Rays had a guy score from second on a pa- on a pass ball. Oh, uh, Severino Sanchez. Yeah, Severino threw a pass ball. I know Severino threw a pitch. Sanchez like got crossed up by the slider or something. And the ball like went away down the third baseline. Not crazy far, but he kind of just like walked after it and the guy scored from second. Ridiculous. And if I um wait, so Sanchez only went on the DL after the game? Did he, did he go I, I think he went on the DL. He didn't play yesterday. And then he went on. He's he was officially put on the DL today. Oh no, put on the DL yesterday, and then he was okay. ruled out for a month, at least a month today. So my theory is, is that whenever a good MLB player is struggling, it then comes right. Up but the thing is, like, Sanchez just got off the DL. I think I think he he was rushed back, either by himself. I don't know what what happened, but he may have been over rushed back. Maybe he should have been put in a DH role first. I don't know. But it's funny, Corey Kluber's had a couple of bad starts. Yeah. And then it comes out like we're going to shut him down and give him an injection. His leg is hurt. It's like, why? It's always just funny. You know, whenever someone's struggling, yeah. they have an issue and need to get a quarter. Right. Exactly. It, it does feel like that way in baseball. And like Severino, um, his ERA is up to 263. Um, he's had a few bad starts. And now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, is Severino like. His velocity is down from like an average of 97 to an average of 96 on his fastball. So maybe like most likely he just, you know, just have it had a few bad starts, but you know, everyone jumps to the conclusion right. he needs to go on the DL, you know, jumping around the week um, during our hiatus of one week, we missed the all-star missed the all-star game. That was awesome. Yeah. Really fun game. The home run derby was great with Harper. Just that was like watching that. Like I, I wasn't there, but even though it was, it was a few a few minutes away from my house, like an hour away from my house. But watching it, you know, just everyone like, like you kind of knew like midway through that round, you didn't really know if he was going to win it. But then that like the inevitability of it took over, and he's like, okay, he's going to win. Is it cool if I use the word majestic? Yeah, yeah. That's what a homer is. And he hit nine Ooh. straight. Okay, Daniel, tangent time. Tangent. Alex Bregman. Yeah. How big is he? 
I want to say like 6'2", 6'3". 5'10", 180. Really? Yes. Daniel, how big am I? Are you 5'10"? Wait, I'm wrong. Oh, no, I'm not. You're 6 feet. 6 feet. Oh, you were so close there. How much does he weigh? Uh, 170. 170. So, regardless. Um, he weighs 81 kilograms. Times 2.2. 180 pounds. Alan, nice. Okay. Great. So, I'll... 11 and three quarters, I guess you can't say six, and a nice amount of weight, maybe a little bit more. Um, thank God you can't just Google my weight, but um, the I don't understand how he generates so much power, and I do not. I've had a home run before that, yeah. yeah. Don't tell yourself short. I, I think, um, a lot of it really is technique, and not that you don't have good swing technique, you just there's a reason these guys, like, how does Jose Altuve generate the pop? Did you, you see know, Danica just, Patrick roast him? I did see that. I, 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 we can, oh, right, the ESPYs happened. We can talk about the ESPYs. Right. Um, I, I, I thought she was a little mean. There, like, what, what was that one? Was it? I think the joke, no offense to Danica, but I think the jokes fell a little flat. Let's be real. She didn't even write them, right? Probably not, but I still think they fell flat. I, I, I think – I would like to think she has some say, you know. Let's hope she didn't write them. Right. For her I, sake. I, 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 thought, I thought they were just mean. And, like, there are so many funny things I see every day about sports. And, like, none of – like, I don't know. Right. Like My favorite this... SP still is uh, Justin Timberlake's 2008 SPs. Okay. Look it can up. I Look read it up. You... Can I read you something really funny? Bring it. I, I just saw this today. Someone Googled, uh, credit to Sports Nation, Googled, how old is Tom Brady? Answer is 40 years, okay? Mm-hmm. And then someone Googled, how long do goats live? The answer, 40 years. Whoa, that's kind of dark. Yeah, but that's funny. Right, that's creative. That's creative. Like, I feel or like what took about the best this? tweets, the best sports what? tweets, and just made that the opening monologue? That would Daniel. be awesome. I will put money on it. I'm about to make you laugh, okay? Brilliant. So, imagine the Revolutionary War took a little bit of a different spin, and the colonists took over England, okay? Right. You know, you know what another way to call that would be? What? Britain to, to the, the Yankees. I, I saw that one yesterday. So, so basically, that's what could have happened at the ESPYs. There's so many good jokes. Instead, like, it just kind of got mean and uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, and, and that's the worst. Like, okay, if it's really funny, I think the person can handle it. But it's that middle ground where it's like, uh. Right, it's just like, like, no one really wants to laugh at it. Okay, you want to put each other on the spot real quick? Let's go. Okay. Ask me. To make an SP joke right now and see like, how I do. Like a mean SP joke or just a good like a good SP joke? A good one. And let's like, see without like you're giving the monologue. Yeah, without even thinking about it. All right, before we get into it, I just wanna I wanna share something. It used to be my dream to one day host the SPs. Why do you say used to? And it still is a dream. Oh. Like I used to like actively really think about it and like plan out my speech. I don't really know what I would say anymore. Okay, Mr. Expert, you were asking for it. What would one of your SP jokes be? No, you go first. 
No. So, Alan, Alan Sokoff, you are hosting the 2027 ESPYs after what? our uh, fifth podcast award. You were asked to host. I'm not mad about it. It's okay. Um, and you have to give a joke. Whoa. <clears throat> you have to give a joke. Mm-hmm. What's your joke? What's your go-to? Um, how about something like this? Like, well, but 2027 ESPYs, but with today's jokes. Okay. Um, so like LeBron Daniel, just went to the Lakers. Daniel. Yeah. As you know, um, I've just won my fifth Emmy. Is it an Emmy? A Golden Globe, Oscar, a Golden Microphone. I don't know. Okay, I've just won my fifth Golden Microphone, um, and as you know, they've all been with the Sock and Shelf Pod, yeah. and it's very, um, it's a stark difference to. Oh, this isn't funny at all. I was going to say to today's NBA, where everyone just leaves to different teams to win championships. Oh, Not fun. Oh, that just oh. wasn't funny. It's also kind of mean. Okay, you go. I guess it's pretty hard. Okay, uh, what happened in sports this year? On the spot, you're thinking way too much. I ain't thinking. Alan, you know how much time people have to write these things? Oh, Daniel, I have one. Go. Um, you know, um, what was the snail's name from SpongeBob? Gary. Oh no. How good was that? That was good. That's not for nice. Our, for our it's listeners nice. that didn't catch Gary on. did not have Gary the snail did not have a did not have a groin injury. G- Gary the snail is another nickname for Gary Sanchez. Oh God! <laughs> or like oh oh no! I should have said like you know um uh, Gary Sanchez once had a cameo in SpongeBob. That's the delivery. Oh, that, that's a good delivery. Okay, thank you. I, I don't know. I, I had like some ideas about like the catch rule. In my head, about how Zach Ertz actually dropped the ball in the Super Bowl. Here, how about this, Daniel? Something along these lines. Like, when you're in the kitchen and you drop a glass jar, there's no debate whether you caught it or not. The the debate solves itself. Either you are holding it or there's jam in your face. Right. There's there's no discussion of whether you survive the the ground or whatever. Speaking of jam in your face... um, Jason Tatum jammed all over LeBron James and the world moved on. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's because they, they lost. I was with one of my friends today and they told me that. So shout out to friends. Yeah, friends are good. See, they're... We like to take a short break to thank friends. They're all friends. So speaking of friends, one of the best parts about a good friendship is people being there for the good times and the bad and... Um, always knowing that they have your back. And we saw that with the DeMar DeRozan trade in yeah. Toronto um, where they kind of stabbed each other in the back, where it seemed like, again, we don't know. I, what I don't happened. think DeMar DeRozan stabbed anyone in the back. Right. Um, but the way it is being portrayed, and again, we don't know what really went down, was Semi Azurai. How do you pronounce his name? Uh, Chetty Osman. Pass. Pass. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Masa. Oh, Masai. No, Masai I think it's Masa Ujiri. But pass. pass. Yes, Masai. Right. Um, I think he's the um, criminal definitely, in the situation, definitely. correct? At the same time, like, 
yeah, it looks bad. You, I, I think Demar has given so much to Toronto and like to the franchise, and he's kind of become like he definitely was the face of the franchise, and it, and it stinks that you know he was traded. But at the same time, like you know, when you're running a franchise and you keep feeling like you're running in place and people are running past you or moving past you, you gotta do something to shake it up. And I respect him for doing something to shake it up. I don't know if this necessarily was the thing to do to, to shake it up, but you potentially got the best two-way player in the NBA, if healthy. The problem is, does Kawhi want to be there? Probably not. Does Kawhi own a jacket? Who knows? Like, there are a lot of questions. And like, like, is Kawhi healthy? That's probably the biggest one. So there's a lot of questions that you didn't have with DeMar DeRozan. I think DeMar DeRozan could put up 28 to 30 points a game this year for San Antonio because he's – no one's going to be working harder. Daniel? Yeah. So, I like the idea of shaking it up. I do think it was necessary for them, but you could also argue that since LeBron's finally out of the East, give him a shot. Right, but um, I feel like the Celtics are more dangerous than the, the Cavs roster. The Celtics now, if the Celtics can get to full strength. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't um, know. I, I feel like the Celtics are going to be a juggernaut this year. Right. But check this out. DeMar, I think the guy to trade was Kyle Lowry. Right, but his, his vet at this point. Firstly, we're right. in a league. Name, can you name 10 really good shooting guards? Yes. Go. Okay, here we go. Um. Okay. DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Does Contavious Caldwell Pope count? No, he does not. <laughs> no, no one who Uh-oh. at any point was on like was like couldn't leave the like, couldn't leave the state because of like a probation. It's not a CJ McCollum. Okay, that's two. This is very hard. Hey, you know what's you, you know? I, what's I'll help you out. Quay Thompson. Okay, good call. Um, JJ Raddick doesn't count. Doesn't count. You mean uh, like- maybe Eric Gordon. You know, no, nah, you know, because I think what you're referring to is we grew up in a time where shooting guards were unreal. Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, right. Vince Carter, even. Right. What I'm saying is Kyle Lowry right now is like a third or fourth tier point guard. DeMar DeRozan is a top tier two guard and wing player. And you think the he was kept improving. I think Kyle Lowry is a very good player, but his positional, but, but his value to his uh, based on his position, is much lower. Because look at how many great point guards are in the league and are coming into the league every year. Daniel? Yeah. Hot, hot take? You think um, this could be Greg Popovich's season in San Antonio? Uh, no, but because he is also now the coach of Team USA basketball. I think he sticks around until after the Olympics, and then he, then he retires. No, but he could retire from one, but not the other. Right, but I think I think I think he I think he stays in San Antonio until that. It's only like a year away or so until that all starts. Right. I, I think he stays in San Antonio until then, and then he then then he'll retire. You know, and and more generally, you know what frustrates me about as a fan, I'm excited. It's going to be fun slash fun yeah. to see uh, their new team competing, but. Right. The other side of me thinks that if you take the Warriors out of the – there are probably 10 teams that could win the championship. Right. 
Right. There are in 10 teams in the East. If, if, if you put – say the, the Warriors are going to win the West, but every other team was competing, competing in the East. In this fake NBA where there's one team in the West and it's the Warriors and there's 29 teams in the East. Bear with me. And all those teams just had to compete to face the Warriors. I think there could be like 10, 10 teams who have a shot. You know, not necessarily the best shot. I think the Celtics are probably the second best team in the NBA right now. But there are other there, there are teams that have a shot. Yeah. And like, you know, it's it's an exciting league. And that lukewarm take, probably a cold take. Like in basketball, it's the most fun to see guys switch jerseys. I agree. Like LeBron in the Lakers jersey is gonna look bizarre, but that's awesome. Right. I agree. Great point. And also, like, Kawhi is kind of going back to his old color scheme at San Diego State. Black and red. SDSU. Yeah. Aztecs. Remember, uh, John Hanson went to North Carolina. That's an old joke from, like, the sixth episode. That was um, our Robert Klemko episode, was Robert it? Robert Klemko. Yeah, that was our second ever See, interview. Daniel? Yeah. Um, was that the night of the issue where our segment didn't like record or something we had to do it again possibly can i tell our listeners about it don't tell the story so now that we're professionals we can tell you guys about our um early days amateur days uh and basically long story short i think we did some of the best 25 minutes of podcasting we've done yeah and it didn't save well, I, I think what happened, something happened with my phone where like it was recording, but then something glitched out and then we lost it. And then, you know what? We didn't give up. We bounced back with another 30 minutes of great content. And we tried to recreate it, which was really funny. It was like, funny. like yeah. Because like we, I was impressed by us. I was impressed by you, how we were able to remember the flow, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. So. Basically, the moral of the story is you never know if what you're hearing is a first, second, third, fourth, fifth try. It may not even be us. Who knows? Yeah. At the end of the day, like, what if uh, – listeners, do you think I sound like Vin Diesel? I mean, Daniel. a little bit. Not, I, I don't know. Basically, this could be Vin Diesel talking, and you guys would have no idea. Okay. Is Vin Diesel the one who's in Fast and Furious? Yes. His name is Diesel. Oh, my God. Okay, that's crazy. He's in a car movie. Whoa. Family. Diesel is in a car. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Let's go back to sports. Great call. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Summer League. Okay. I was very, very impressed with Josh Hart. A lot of people were. He won the MVP. It's not exactly a hot take, but, you know, he's from my hometown. Shout out to Silver Spring, Maryland. And, uh, you know, he's from, he's from, from where I'm from, from where I am right now. So I feel like, you know, got to give him some respect. He played great. I, what I love to see is those guys who are playing their second year and they just look like they're so much better than the rookies, no matter who they are. Like Derek White on the Spurs dominated summer week. He's like a second year player, but just like that leap you make after your rookie year, it's something really cool to see. And Josh Hart is super talented was one of the best players in college basketball his uh, junior, junior, senior year. Won a national championship at Villanova. And, you know, like he was drafted, like, oh, it's nice that Josh Hart's getting a chance, but he's, he's a, he's a pro player. 
He's a pro level defender. He's his shot has gotten a lot better. And, you know, he's not just about the, the stuff on Twitter with Kuzma and Lonzo, you know, he could really play. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense to me why someone like Jalen Brunson is going 33rd overall. Right. I mean, I, I, I like, I, if you're a winner, I think that translates, you know, maybe you don't have all the athleticism, but if you have that, that kind of like that mentality, I think you can really be a great player. And I think, Brunson's going to, you know, get really good minutes on the Mavericks alongside Doncic. Who, who else do they have? Alongside Dennis Smith, you know. He could be a guy who can – I think he's going to be in the NBA for a long time. If not as a starter, then as like the, the – like, you know, a Randy Foy, Raymond Felton backup point guard type guy. I love some Randy Foy. Yeah, Randy Foy is – he's a guy. He's, he's a player. And, and Daniel, I wanted to – um since we're talking about summer league, another basketball league that's going on right now is the basketball tournament. Yeah. TBT. What are your thoughts on TBT? Well, I've been trying to watch a little bit. I saw um, some Scarlet and gray. That's the Ohio state alums. Jared Sollinger like had like a 28 and 18. He's no one can stop him. You know, it's unstoppable. Yeah. But there've been a lot of upsets. I think, uh, I think we talked about HBC Sickerville. Um, They're the, they were the two seed. And they were supposed to have Mike James, who played for the Suns last year. I had him in fantasy. and But I, I don't think he played the first game, so they lost by 20 to uh, my favorite team named Talladega Knights. But Knights is with a K. Yeah. There's some sort of – I forgot. I don't know what team they're they – um, what school they're from. Probably from some school with Knights in them. And then, and, well, and then they won the next game too. So it's kind of like an FGCU situation where the 15 is in the Sweet 16. So that's pretty cool. Um, I still think Overseas Elite is going to win it. They won the last three years, so that's not really such a hot take. And also, the um, the tournament, the basketball tournament, has an amazing like fans component to it. Yeah, yeah. Where you can become a fan supporter of a certain team, and if you get a certain amount of points through different like things that you can do, uh, you have a chance to win a cut of the money, the two million dollar prize that the team wins. And um, I'm a I was, I should say. Now I'm a big Terrapins fan, but I'm a big – I was a big Ohio State basketball fan. And being able to watch basically the whole team together, again, um, Sullinger, Lauderdale, Kraft. Buford, Diebler, Kraft, it's amazing. It is so fun. And the basketball tournament is awesome. I think everyone should check it out. And also, last week on the pod, we had uh... – Nick Elam, the creator of the Elam ending, which we uh, which who we just had on the pod, so you should definitely check it out. They they talk about it every single time. It's potentially the future of basketball, and it's really cool to see every shot. Daniel, every game ends on a made shot. It was so fun. Did you see um how the Ohio State game ended with yeah, the, David Light the alley oop? Yeah, with an oop. That was awesome. Amazing. It's just so much fun. Imagine. Like, Everybody, like, you score an ah and everything, and then everyone just goes crazy. In the, it's kind of like him that last shot in a pickup game, but except like that uh, feeling of relief when the ball goes in, you know? Right. One of the best lines I have ever heard is that games aren't slaves to the statistics. Statistics work for the games, you right. know? Right. And and the 
the quality of the game is so much better. And for those that didn't get the chance, you can still check out our interview from last week. But basically, let's say the score is 85, 80. Um, and and it's score? under four minutes, yeah. Under four minutes, you add seven points to the leading team's number, and there that becomes like the target score. Yeah. So it was awesome. And I really think the NCAA should for sure implement that. I don't know. I. I think it's great, but I but change like that takes time, and I think I don't know about right now, but I do think it's something that everyone should look at and and, and think about. Okay, how about this, Daniel? High school should definitely make the league. Yeah, but they, it, it, high school doesn't even have a universal shot clock, so I I think realistically there needs to be some steps, but one, the Drew truly... definitely should do it. The Drew should do it. Um, you know, different rec league should do it. Different all star league like type league should do it. Like the Drew league, I think. You know, I I think it needs I, to I work was... its way up a little more. But I definitely think it it could be the future of the game, because like the game, those last four minutes, usually the last like two minutes of that isn't really good basketball. But like mm-hmm. when I was watching like, the the Ohio State U M ending took like a minute and a half, but it was good basketball. They're just running it. They were just running them out of the gym. And the pressure that starts building on right. the winning team. Right. It's if there's amazing. a comeback, that's awesome. Because you don't have the – there's amazing. no clock as your friend. You're by yourself. you got to produce. Terry Francona was being inter- – uh, they were quoting one of his interviews during the Indians game today uh, when they asked him about the shift in the MLB. And, you know, there's some conversations every once in a while about – banning the shift and Tito's like no you don't change the history the beauty of the game these guys need to learn to hit the ball the other way you know and and I agree with that so much I think the Elam ending I think it's amazing but I agree it's something that's gonna take time time. process it it may I don't think it's as radical as people may think it is but it definitely sounds pretty radical you know, I agree. But yeah, we're we're definitely big fans of it. You know, shout out to Nick Elam, and uh, you should definitely check out our podcast from I think it was now two two weeks ago. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, right. you know he he explains it better than we ever could. So uh, definitely check that out. And uh, Alan, what's up? Um, I something something's happening. Something's starting, and we're getting to that time of summer. Something in the air. You know. Yeah, um, double A, right? Double A baseball is happening. Double A baseball um, is happening, but I think you're pretty excited about something. I'm pretty excited too. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. I can't. I can't go. Giants. Football is starting. Football is back. Mini camps. What are they open today? Yesterday? This week? Um, Browns reported today. Yeah. So all I know is Antonio Brown showed up in a helicopter today. Did he really? He did, yeah. That's pretty cool. What a legend. You know, yeah, I you gotta I be pretty confident in your abilities to do that. You know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I can't wait. I think that like it's crazy to me. Fantasy football drafts are right around the corner. Good times football, so much about just sitting down on a Sunday with family and friends. I cannot wait. Yeah, me neither, man. And, I think 
just doing a slight preview. We'll touch on it a little. Um, I think we'll do a lot more football coverage. 100% because we love our football. But also, we, we, never to, we never had a chance to do it because we started the pod in the playoffs. Of the football playoffs. Season. Playoffs. So we never got a chance to do any, any preview stuff for football. So I want to discuss one um, cool storyline real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Le'Veon Bell has a really situation. Yeah. Uh, do you want to – so basically to frame the question a little bit more, recently Todd Gurley got an extension. Um, what was it, $60 million, three, something, four? Something a lot. A lot. A lot and, of money. And a big debate that's going on is um, Le'Veon Bell's contract status. Where do you think Le'Veon Bell should stack up um, to Todd Gurley and how much he should get paid? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Cause he's definitely more injury prone. He's definitely like Todd, Todd Gurley. He has some injuries, but last year he was the best back in football, you know, and they're, they're a team on the rise. It, that last year was what his third season. I think so. So he's a guy who's, Show has a history of producing. The Rams are a team that's ascending towards the top of the league. And yeah, Le'Veon Bell is a stud, but at the same time, you know, he's also pretty young. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. He also should get paid a lot. But the thing is, so- the reality with running back is that it's a it's a vulnerable position. You know, the, the prime of running backs will last a lot shorter than the prime of quarterbacks or even wide receivers. So right. that has to be taken into account. And, you know, I don't think, like, the Steelers are doing anything wrong. He's not like – the way it works in sports is that, like, yeah, you should be paid, but you're not owed anything by any team. Right. You know, like, it's not like they owe him, like, this debt to give him money for whatever. Uh, and and- – that on the in the NFL you see every year there's good young running backs coming into the league you know right and just just this year huge names came into the league like a Nick Nick Chubb Darius Geis Sony Michelle (laughs) Saquon Barkley Saquon Barkley who's actually getting Um, paid a lot more than maybe on Bell (laughs) did I say Rashard Penny who Rashard Penny Rashad Penny Seattle Seahawks no, running back. Okay, base tune for Allen's fantasy sleepers in the upcoming weeks. But yeah, well, I think next week we're gonna have a lot of fantasy talk. Daniel. Yeah. I think it's time for our favorite part of the week. What is it? Is it um um? It's getting a little hot over here, oh. and it's time hot. for the hot hot take. take. Hot takes. Um. I've been working on those sound yeah. effects all week, but Alan, wait one second. Um, I don't. I don't mean to interrupt or interject, but yes. um, before we finish the pod, I want to take this opportunity to give a shout out to Anchor. Um, Anchor has turned our podcasting dreams into podcasting reality, and uh, this is our twenty-first episode, and you know, twenty twenty-one. It's like blackjack, and um, I'll just say this: I'll gamble on Anchor every time. It's not really a gamble. Though. I would say they are ace of spades. Yeah, they're a, they're a blackjack. They're a twenty-one. Perfect. And Daniel, now, you know, thank you for. We couldn't do we couldn't do without them. 
So thank you to our friends at Anchor. Okay, it's getting really hot over here. Yeah. Why? The, the Cleveland Cavaliers, Ooh. two days or one day, I forget, after the Kevin Love signing to a four-year, $120 million extension mm-hmm. will be a fifth or fourth seed, basically a fifth seed or higher this year, and be one step ahead of that the year after. Interesting. Okay, let me, let me explain. The Cavs have a good team. Colin Sexton, Kevin Love, so many veterans like J.R. Smith, George Hill, Tristan Thompson, Larry Nance is a restricted free agent. I could keep on going. I think these guys, the vets, are going to play with a chip on their shoulder to show that they're a lot more talented than they got, um, that they got labeled as during the LeBron days. And I think they're going to come together. I think Ty Lue's going to be able to, in his first year as coach of the Cavs, have a doing a good job coaching the team, show what he could do. And most importantly, I project the Cavs name landing a big-time star next offseason like a Jimmy Butler. And I think the love signing allows that to happen because now the Cavs can say, look, we got Sexton here who's awesome. We've got Kevin Love, all these other guys come here. Cavs and six. Hmm. Interesting. Alan, can I counter with a uh, slightly hotter hot take? Yes. Alan, in this upcoming year, counting this baseball season, next basketball season, um, the next this upcoming football season, and next hockey season, no team from the state of California will win a championship. Hmm. That's hot. Alan, do you know why it's very hot? The Golden State Warriors LA. play in the state of California. Daniel, you dog. Yeah, I went there. I think the Celtics will win the championship. Wow. Well, well, in hot take land, not if like if if, if I were betting on it, I'd probably bet the Warriors. But in my, in my, in my eyes, it's going to come down to Celtics chemistry. Yeah, but I think, but I think, who better to to cultivate that than Brad Stevens? Right. Couldn't agree more. So I think that's definitely. I, it's a very hot take. Daniel, but, you know, I need to go cool down, man. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's just, that's why we end the show with a hot take, you know? Then you can cool off afterwards. That's the point. Same thing goes for it's our listeners. A, that's why we blast. end with that. You don't have to go through the rest of the pod, you know, at, like dealing with the repercussions of a hot take. You could just jump in the, the ice bath. Right, jump in the ice bath. Which, Daniel, send a, send a video of you jumping into the ice bath, I refuse okay? I to do so. Nope. Okay, great. Great. All right. Um, bye, guys. Yeah, see you next week. Until next time. Bye-bye.